0: Franklin Township and welcome to Franklin Reporter and Advocate Radio, bringing you the top news of the week of December 10, 2018. This weekly podcast will bring you a rundown of the previous week's top news in case you missed something, a look ahead, and an interview with a topical newsmaker or two. We hope you join us on a regular basis and tell your friends about us as well. The big story over the past week was the censure vote of Township Councilman Rajiv Prasad. The council voted 8 to nothing, with Prasad inexplicably voting, casting a present vote. Prasad was censured, according to the resolution, because he, quote, engaged in multiple actions in his official capacity as an elected official that are improper for a person in his position, and because those actions are, quote, of a manner and to the degree that he has lost the trust of many residents and the governing body of Franklin Township. The mayor and council found Prasad's actions, quote, unacceptable, and that, quote, they dishonor the important position in which he has been entrusted. Prasad has been enmeshed in a number of controversies over the past three years, dating back to the Catalpa Park debacle in which he branded Park opponents as a hate group and asked the then-police chief to request an FBI investigation of two residents. More recently, Prasad has been caught trying to manipulate the approval process for the now-defunct Peace and Nonviolence Monument Park, as well as apparently asking Township Manager Robert Vornlocker to fix several parking tickets issued to members of a township church. Prasad also apparently tried to use his influence with the township's presiding municipal court judge on behalf of a township landlord. A last-minute attempt to water down the censure resolution was narrowly defeated, again with Prasad inexplicably participating in the vote, after comments by Mayor Phil Kramer. We'll return to those comments later in the podcast. An unrelated matter involving that judge, Hector Rodriguez, also made news late last week. Rodriguez has been brought up on charges by the state Supreme Court's Advisory Committee on Judicial Conduct, which claims Rodriguez violated three canons of the state's Code of Judicial Conduct. The charges stem from a case Rodriguez heard on December 5, 2017, in which the defendant, a woman, was going to be released on her own recognizance. Apparently not clear on whether she was going to have to post bail, the woman asked Rodriguez if she owed the court anything. Quote, not that you can do in front of all these people, no, Rodriguez is alleged to have responded. In his defense, Rodriguez said that he was talking about bail and his comment had no sexual overtones. The advisory committee disagreed and hit Rodriguez with charges of violating canons of conduct mandating the avoidance of impropriety observing high standards of conduct, and being patient, dignified, and courteous to defendants. Rodriguez has until the end of December to answer the charges, after which there will be a formal hearing. Prasad has been Rodriguez's main champion, having nominated him for the judgeship in 2014 and 2017. An ordinance that would allow for the limited use of digital signs is making its way through the township. Use of the signs would be allowed only for schools, fire departments, first aid squads, public libraries, and federal, state, and local governments. The first entity to take advantage of the signs would be the school district, which already has two permit applications in for review. No action can be taken on them unless the proposed ordinance is adopted. The Planning Board got a first look at the proposed ordinance at its December 12th meeting. The Township Council is expected to introduce the ordinance in January after which it will go back to the planning board for a FOMO hearing. it will then return to the council for a public hearing and a final vote. In high school sports, the Franklin High School Lady Warriors are off to a fast start in their quest for a second state tournament of champions championship. The Lady Warriors started the season at home December 14th with a 52-29 win over 100 in Central. Franklin extended its season to two and zero with a big sixty seven thirty nine win December sixteenth over Crosstown rival Rutgers Prep in the Hearts to Hands Invitational at Roselle Catholic High School. Here's what seniors Tiana Jackson and Diamond Miller had to say about that opening game win. All right, Tiana. Yes. First game of first, your senior year. The first game of last first the first last right the first last game. Of right, the first my last team. game. Right. Yes. So how, how how you think you
1: did tonight? <laughs> um. It was okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're maybe? not gonna say we're not gonna say it was bad, but I know I could do better. Okay. I know we could do better together as a team. We. This is a good good way to start the season off. And. It, Nice win? Yeah, it was a nice win, but we still have a lot of work to do. There's still so much more yeah. that we can pull out of us, yeah, so yeah. I'm excited. For the history books, you got the first basket of this season. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> that is true. I didn't even think about it like that, so yes. you just said that. So that's the that's trivia question when it comes to the 2018 transition. So, you feeling good?
1: Question.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm feeling great, actually. Except so. that crank? Oh, my. Ridiculous. That actually threw me off. Just a little bit, but yeah. But is this something that happens to you all the time, the cramps? No, no, this uh, is the first time thing. Okay. Diamond Miller. Hi. I'm gonna ask you the same question I asked your partner here. This is the first game of your last high school career, right? How you feel about it? How you feel tonight? I uh, felt great. Um, didn't perform as well as I wanted to, but. That happens, and we're going to move on. <laughs> you, got your, you got your head together, I guess, in the second half? Yeah. Uh, just need to relax, you know. First game jitters, maybe? I don't know. <laughs> that, it wasn't even that. It was just like, okay, well, we, we can say it was that. We can say it was yeah, that. We can say okay. that. that, just a little bit. We'll say it's that. Yeah. Okay. The Lady Warriors return home December 20th for a game against Gil St. Bernard's. Tip-off is 7 p.m. We'll see you there. On the business front, the township's newest health facility, Fitness Factory, held its grand opening on December 15th. Fitness Factory is located in the Cedar Grove Center in the spot formerly occupied by New York Sports Club. Fitness Factory offers a wide variety of machines, free weights and classes, and also features child care and a meal program. This week's Newsmaker segment is not an interview, but the comments made by Mayor Phil Kramer during the Prasad censure discussion. They bear a good listen.
1: Mr. Prasad, I recognize you have done good in this community. You have been helpful in the fight against the compressor station and have made Council more aware of our diversity. But citing the days you did good things is not a defense for the days you did bad. Mr. Prasad... I can't express how sad and angry your actions have made me. In the past three years, your actions have included, but have not been limited to, calling the FBI to intimidate people because of posts others have put on their Facebook page, instructing a defendant to visit a judge in his private office in order to influence the outcome of a case, attempted to alter the outcome of parking tickets attempted to circumvent established protocol in order to avoid public scrutiny on a project by repeatedly calling for votes while admitting them from the agenda. But what bewilders me in a town that provides, that prides itself in diversity is how you have committed actions which threaten the harmony of that diversity. You did so when you communicated to our, uh, our community that Republicans, we're trying to suppress ethnic votes in Franklin in the two thousand fifteen election. And you continue to sow the seeds of disharmony by writing the MLK estate with unproven claims of racism. While I ask for no pity from anyone, I am exhausted and mentally and in mental anguish for having to sit here meeting after meeting and listen to the acrimony of residents. Mind you It is not them I blame. They are righteous in their anger. The question is how long will you continue to commit these violations of the public trust and force all of the council to endure this treatment meeting after meeting? It is selfish of you to allow fellow council members to endure this. It is selfish to allow Franklin, uh, to allow the citizens of Franklin to endure this. Council has limited tools to hold our fellow elected officials accountable. We are not able to force Mr. Prasad to do anything. This censure before us, however, is uh, action, in fact, an official action from the governing body. No one here has been to more council meetings in Franklin in the last 15 years than I, and that includes during a recall, and I have never seen council engage in this activity. This is a strong measure, and I implore
0: all of council members to vote yes. Is there any other discussion on the site? Coming up this week, there's the A Call for Peace Town Hall meeting at 7 p.m. on December 18th at the Parkside Community Center, 3 Parkside Street, which will feature local activists, a township council member, and township police in an open discussion on issues affecting the community. The Franklin Township Holiday Blood Drive is set for 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. December 21st at the Municipal Building, 475 DeMott Lane. Bring ID and don't forget to eat before donating. Donors will receive a $5 Dunkin' Donuts gift card. For all you outdoorsy types, remember that the negri Napote and Griggstown Grasslands Preserves are closed to the public from Mondays to Saturdays through February 17th. The trails are open on Sundays. Well, that will wrap it up for this edition of Franklin Reporter and Advocate Radio. Remember to look for our podcast each week and keep up with your hometown news by subscribing to the Franklin Reporter and Advocate at www.franklinreporter.com and in the FRNA's monthly digest newspaper. If you haven't already, please stop by our website and sign up for the free morning report, an early morning email that brings you the latest headlines. For now, this is Franklin Reporter and Advocate editor Bill Bowman saying, as always... Franklin, stay safe.